Okay, Speed City fans, we are delighted to welcome to Speed City our good friend Alexander Rossi, who finally is fulfilling an ambition that he's had most of his racing career, which is to come home and race in the United States, representing the USA in Formula One. Uh, Alex, I know this has been a long time coming, and we're delighted. We, we had a few false starts, but finally, uh, you're coming home to race. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's something, as you said, I've been looking forward to for a very long time, and now the time's finally here, and um, the, the next two weeks kind of can't go by fast enough. Uh, I remember when I did free practice for Caterham in, in 2013, that was an amazing experience, and, and I think this will be obviously 10 times more more so than that, um, and I'm, I'm very, very excited. Well, let's get up to speed. Uh, you've done two great Grand Prix so far. You've joined the Man Out Formula One team and obviously uh, a team you're very familiar with, having done some testing with them in the past. You're also currently doing GP2. We'll talk about that in a moment. But uh, what a baptism of fire to be thrown <laughs> onto the Marina Bay circuit in Singapore. Um, we all watched it. Uh, and uh, wow. Uh, how was the experience for you? Because it was a baptism of fire. No, for sure. Um, I think it, it was a perfect weekend, except for for Friday, um, and that that kind of stays with me a little bit. But at the end of the day, it was it was a very small mistake um, that kind of had had quite big consequences in the end. But I think we we recovered from it quite well. And um, the the important thing was Sunday was it was a very strong day for us, and um, we carried that forward into Suzuka. So. As much as it was a baptismal fire, I think it was great for me to be able to do it there because um, it showed that I could deal with a with Formula 1 debut at, at the, well, the most difficult track on the calendar. Alex, that, uh, that experience when you were uh, right at the front of the grid because of the way the lap broke down, it was amazing. And you did a fantastic job. What was that like? It was fine. The only thing I was concerned about was, was Kimi was behind me and obviously being... Uh, a Ferrari customer. The last thing I wanted to do was influence this race at all. Um, so I was basically going for the best restart of my life. Um, and actually, I think it went quite well. Um, we were able to actually stay with Seb and, and Daniel at the restart, and I was able to get out of the way of everyone, I think, in, in quite a good way. So even though it wasn't the best situation um, and we should have been able to unlap ourselves, um, I think it all, it all worked out quite good in the end. Well, you know you had to be pleased with the the both two weekends really outperforming your teammate, and, and I think that's the, the measuring stick right now. How, were you pleased with that? For sure. Um, and I think the, the even bigger positive is we were able to do it with two very compromised Fridays. Um, FP2 in Singapore was compromised because they were repairing the car, and then FP1 and FP2 um, on Friday in Japan. We didn't really drive because of the weather, and we knew that it was going to be dry for the rest of the weekend, so there was really no point um, driving in the wet. So I think the fact that we were able to show the performance that we did um, been fairly limited um, has been quite positive, and I think having a normal Friday in Austin, I think that we'll be able to be um, even further in front and, and have an even stronger result. Alexander, if I've learned one thing about your career, you never go about it uh, the easy way, so to speak. There's always something. And what I'm loving about what you're doing is the fact that you are, you are dovetailing Formula One and GP2. GP2 being the toughest feeder series to Formula One. You're currently second in the championship. Explain how the next sort of uh, two months are going to be in terms of what you've got to do in terms of playing dual roles. I mean, it's a busy two months, but it's it's a great thing and it's a great experience. So I'm very happy to be in this position. Um, GP2 is a little bit of a different mindset because I'm obviously challenging for race wins. Um, 
and still fighting for the championship. Whereas in F1, it's it's not really like that. I'm, I'm racing one other car. Um, so for GP2, I mean, the goal needs to be to, to continue to win races and and to try and, and prevent Stoffel from from winning the championship this weekend at least and um, go into Austin, Mexico, um, still in contention. So it, it's two kind of very different mindsets. Um, and I think the biggest challenge is, is the travel and um, making sure that the fitness and, and health and everything stays at a good level um, throughout the whole process so that every time I get in the car, I can maximize it. Well, speaking of GP2, how do you feel that that, that influenced your ability to get a ride with Manor? Um, I mean, I think race wins kind of dictate a lot in, in motorsports and as, as much as we know that there's more to it than just driving a car quickly at the end of the day people are still paying attention to on-track performances so I think that it isn't a coincidence that, that this deal was able to come together after two two back-to-back wins um, so obviously the, the priority needs to be to continue doing that in, in the next three GP2 weekends um, and to continue doing a good job in the F1 car and I think if we're able to do that then 2016 um, can look quite good for us. Talking of 2016, obviously we talked this time last year when you came and obviously under tough circumstances, the loss of Jules Bianchi and the fact that you were here but not driving. Um, you know, the, 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 as always, the moving target that is move, motorsport has changed. Haas has announced one of its drivers. Um, I guess you're still in the running for that. But, um, you know, in terms of your mindset, now you are a Formula One driver. Do you look at um, the, the, the sort of playing field differently now, looking to 2016? A little bit. Um, before, it's always been about trying to find a way to get on the grid. Um, and, and now we're here, so now we need to find the way to stay. Um, and I think that, uh, as I said, I mean, the next kind of six weeks are very critical in that, um, in terms of, not only the on-track results, but also raising the profile as much as we can and really, um, you know, hopefully gaining a lot of momentum um, through the Austin week and, and Mexico as well. So I think that these next um, few rounds are very, very important for a lot of different reasons. I asked the question because obviously Haas is obviously an option, but so too is uh, is Renault, for example, Formula One. So too, more importantly, is the shirt you're wearing right now, Manor, because they have just signed a customer deal with Mercedes and, um, you know, that is going to move this tiny little company from the UK who've got a lot of great technicians and a great history in motorsport forward massively. This was the break they always wanted. And I guess you're in a, also a good position there, too. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I think that Formula One is all the teams are a moving target. And you try and keep in contact with all of them. And as long as there's a free seat available, you're kind of trying to pursue it. Um, so as you said, there's kind of three teams with, with seats open, and, and we'll try our best to, to find ourselves in one of them. Well, Alex, what about coming to Austin? You've got to be just over-the-top excited about racing in front of your home fans. Massively, um, and, I, and I think I'll be even more excited when I get through Russia. Um, at the moment, I'm, I'm focusing on that, and um, I've got quite a big job ahead of me this weekend. So I'll do that, and then um, we'll have two weeks to, to get prepared for Austin and, and really just enjoy the experience. And what about um, what you've got ahead? Let's just put in perspective. Like you say, you're going for a championship or at least trying to get uh, a solid runner-up spot and stop the stuff from um, getting the championship too early in GP2. So that's one objective. But the Formula One objective, I mean, obviously, as, you, as, as John just pointed out, you've got to try and beat your teammate. Um, but what do you see as being the best showcase for you um, for Austin, for Mexico and for Brazil? 
being my teammate is really the only benchmark that we have. Um, but as we've seen in the past, Formula One races can kind of um, be very unpredictable, and, and there's a lot of things that can happen where cars drop out, and um, we saw it a little bit in Singapore. And so, I mean, you need to make sure that you're there at the end and can capitalize on other people's mistakes. So, as much as it is important to 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 have the performance over the other car, um, you also need to keep in mind the fact that these are quite long races, and, and especially at a track like Brazil, where where the weather can play a factor, um, you need to make sure that, that you're on track at the right time and, and maximizing, as I said, any anyone else's mistakes, and you can find yourself in, in quite a high position. You know, I want to make a point, you know, I saw an interview you did with Will Buxton on NBC after you first drove the car at Marina Bay, or after you drove the car, and you said, you know, uh, he, he said, looking ahead to Japan, and you said, you know what, I'm just looking ahead to being able to drive a Formula One car. And I think I just want to get a comment from you about that process, which began when you were, what, a little boy uh, going to Europe uh, and giving up what was most of your teenage life to try to pursue this goal. And I think a lot of Americans may not understand what it takes to get to where you are right now. And while you will not be winning races in Austin, just to be there, to be in that squad, to be in that team of elite, um, is no mean feat. No, for sure. Um, and it's taken the effort of, of a lot of people. Um, and my family sacrificed a lot to, to get me to this point. And it hasn't just been the work of myself. And there's been a big team of people involved for, for a very long period of time. Um, and so this is kind of the culmination of of all their efforts, and um, you know, I, I think that we're all kind of just enjoying it at the moment. But at the same time, we're very aware of the fact that the sport is is um, ruthless. So once you're there, you can't stop working, and, and you've never really arrived. So as much as we're trying to enjoy it, we know that the work uh, is, is still going on, and, and we're still trying to make things happen. So yeah, I mean, Singapore was an amazing thing, and it was an amazing place to be be able to debut at. And, and Japan was a track that I always kind of dreamed of, of driving on. And so to take that box was, was great as well. But now um, it's very much about you know maximizing every single time that I'm in the car and, and doing the best job possible um, to ensure that, that, that we're in a race seat next year. You know, Alex, i got to bring up something about Singapore, that uh, the world feed that uh, supplied the NBC and others, they gave you a lot of attention. I think that the world is ready to see an American. I think that I was so exciting to see so much coverage of your car considering the position especially. Yeah, no, I, I think the the sport really is behind it. I think that there's a lot of people really excited that it's happening. Um, and as I said kind of earlier in the interview, we just need to, to kind of take advantage of the momentum that will get built around Austin and um, really push that as hard as we can. And, and get corporations interested and, and excited, and, and I think it, it'll be a, a very positive thing. Looking ahead then, 2016, obviously an exciting year, and an interesting, like I said, playing field for next year, from every, every point of view. But I think the Grosjean uh, decision by Haas has, has started the, the dominoes in many ways, uh, or at least the open season of the obvious places where, as you say, there are some opportunities. Do, do you see it being open wider than it was before? Because there are so few opportunities to actually get on the grid. Yeah, I mean, I think being a, a race driver definitely raises your profile much more than, than being a reserve or a test driver does. And as you said, I mean, there's very few guys that actually get onto the starting grid um, and actually make it to that point. So I think that once you've kind of accomplished that, then then you go into things with a little bit different um, kind of momentum behind you, if you will, um, and, and 
the higher stock value. So I think that it's a very positive thing that we were able to make that happen. But at the same time, as I said, now now the real work really starts um, in, in trying to, to lock something down. And do you think Russia's going to be an interesting weekend stepping back while, while your whole team are going to be there and you'll be able to watch them in action and they'll be able to watch you in action, so to speak? Um, do you think, you know, it's going to be a weird weekend, huh? <laughs> Yeah, yes and no. I mean, I'm, I'm going in fully um, committed to race engineering in, in that program, and, and we have some things that we need to improve upon from that we know are, are kind of our weaknesses um, throughout the year, and, and we'll be focusing on kind of trying a little bit of a, a new approach to hopefully improve some things. Um, and as I said, yeah, I mean, that, that needs to be the focus to, to try and um, make sure that Stoffel doesn't outscore us. Um, and yeah, obviously, I'll keep an eye on, on what Manor is doing, but I think they'll, they'll be. Um, focus on their program and I'll be focused on that. Well, we love the story of, of, of the Volkswagen and the VW that uh, would not go away, that went to, to, went to Monte Carlo. Uh, wherever it went, it survived, it won, it just kept going. And that is your number, 53. And I think in some ways, humor aside, uh, there's a little bit of English humor to it, but you have got the, the, the love bug, the Herbie number. Uh, and there's a, a little bit of that in you, I think, that says, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to keep going until, until this thing works, right? Yeah, that's that's pretty much the plan, and that's been the, my approach for the past kind of four years since since I first kind of was involved in an F1 team. So we're getting there, um, and and the road is long, but uh, I think we're making good progress. Just tell us the schedule, because again, I, I I do think a lot of people don't realize. Just you know, they think you probably ship up on a Saturday morning, throw your helmet, and do the Steve McQueen bit, and you know, r- racing is life. The rest is just waiting or whatever. I mean, you know, but really, tell me your schedule. Um, so I got back from, from Japan um, Monday afternoon, and then I was on a plane Wednesday morning first thing to Spain um, to be on the sim uh, with the GP2 team to prep for Russia. I was there through Saturday, and then um, yesterday I was kind of just hanging out at home. Uh, and today through did Wednesday, you go, Did be, you go to the American football? Did you go to see the Miami Dolphins? <laughs> oh, sorry, I did. Uh, it was ah. such a boring game that I completely forgot about it. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't the classic, but it was. A, it was a good Wembley. Well, no, it was great to go, and it was great to be a part of something American. But the Dolphins really can't play football. <laughs> so go ahead with the schedule. I'm there through night, um, and then I'm back in England for a week, and then I go to New York um, prior to to the weekend in Austin. What will you do in New York? Um, just push the media as much as possible, and and um, try and try and get the momentum going. Well, listen, Alex, best of luck in Russia. We hope um, we'll talk to you, to your team, etc., and try to get you again uh, after Russia. And we'll keep this going and lead up to, uh, effectively, Herbie coming to um, uh, Austin. Sounds good, man. Hey, listen, best of luck in Russia. May the force be with you. Dash Vidanya. And um, we'll see you in Austin, but we'll talk to you as soon as you finish Russia. All right, sounds good. Thanks for your time.